it's just upping your game of how important you are to, to you and how your body is on your team all the time and you just need to get on your body's team and be more um, and listen, listen more and be curious more and not doubt yourself so much. It just, it all wraps in and ties in together when we allow it to. Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Aisha Kennedy. Welcome everyone to Brilliant Misfits, another episode, and I have another beautiful special guest who is going to talk about self-care and really unpack what that means in our day-to-day life. Her name is Kofi Dalton. She's um, an amazing woman who is moved by nature. She is powered by the ever-evolving rise of the feminine. And she embodies workshops. She runs embodied workshops and mentors women online to share her experience of bringing yoga and the universal principle practices to everyday life. So I'm not going to talk too much about what she does because I want her to tell you what she is passionate about and what she's doing in the world and how she is sharing her life, doing it her way and being brilliant. So welcome to the show, Kofi. So lovely to have you. Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and nervous as well. But (laughs) (laughs) so I'm gonna I'm gonna just go back a little bit about where you grew up. So and and why you felt that coming onto the show, Brilliant Misfits, was a good fit for you. I want to know a little bit about your misfit background and um, where you were brought up, where you grew up. Yeah, okay. Well, um, I have. I was brought up in the far north of New Zealand, and it is there's a very large Māori community up there, and Māori are the native people of New Zealand. Um, but I do have a bit of European in me as well, um, which has been the continuous sort of um, pull and throw through my growing up where I've gone to schools that are predominantly Māori then been to schools that are you know I'm one of ten in the um, Māori ethnicity of the whole whole year and I have always been like am I is you know is Māori my true path or is it moving into the western world and um the further I explored that by changing schools and then moving through to uni and studying um, two very specific so um, degrees, I did a Māori cultural development, which was a strong pull on my Māori background, and then also doing event management, which was an extremely strong pull on my uh, more so Western way of thinking and it was it, that continuous um, which which road do I roll through that I feel like has been the um, 
was sort of unidentifying who who I am and who, where I stood throughout my upbringing. Mm, it's like and, you have your foot in two different worlds. Yeah. And then bringing that together in a yeah. way that is you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so, in a lot, um, you know, the, the more I explore my practices today through yoga and um, spirituality is identifying the that whole dance with the masculine and the feminine and it just seems to be this continuous dance that I've done throughout my life going, am I on this side, am I on this side? Um, so, yeah, finding my own voice and what makes, what feels right for me has been the only way that I have been able to move forward. Otherwise, I tend to just freeze up and shut down when there's no form of identity Mm. That that feels like my own. Mm. So you're finding, as most of the women that I talk to on the program, we're really finding our own way to be true to mm. ourselves and coming out of where we came from, which is, you know, being a misfit, I always think is a, a gift, not something that's a terrible thing. But that we're, I think we're all misfits to some degree, and that yeah. it actually helps us to go deeper within ourselves and, and ask the question, who am I? What am I? And Absolutely. what do I have to offer the world? Yeah, it's that. It's very, it's another level of complexities, I feel, that we find when we answer that calling to follow, follow through with the who am I and how am I and what am I here for? You know, what do I bring to the table? But yeah, it's it's unique magnificence, absolutely. Mm. And what drew you to your passion of um, helping women with self care and really diving deeply into what that means? How did you get into that? Um, I've always been a huge, hugely into movement and moving my body. That was it. That's been a given since I was younger, but I never really gave it enough credit for how much, how often it was more so my release and time for self. Mm. Um, and I never, I, I started understanding that more when I was in my early twenties, I'm 26 now, but, um, in my early twenties where I was working in a very fast paced job in Melbourne and no matter what I would still always go to the gym or go to yoga at like 5 five thirty in the morning and there was it was just non-negotiable to have that time for myself and um, understanding how how that helped me really find time and make those hard decisions every day that often just get pushed under the mat to you know say something at work where you wanted to a pay rise or, you know, you, I was really able to articulate what was the right path for me by giving myself that, that space every day. Mm. And so it gave you a sense of uh, a deeper connection to yourself so that you could actually voice your needs and wants and your boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so important. And so when you talk about self-care, is that sort of what you help women with when you talk about self-care. Can you just um, unpack that a little bit about what that means to you and how mm. you work with women in, in their self-care, their own mm. 
unique self-care um, routine? Routines. Um, yeah, well, it, it's different for every single person depending on, you know, how, how far away they are from living in their bodies, you know. Um, some people are... Have let let themselves go so much that they there's it's they're completely numb, um, and so for for that level of helping someone, it's really just about nurturing um, a mindset or a change of perception and encouraging the how how nurturing it is to honour yourself, um, and then from that level, people often uh, I can move people through to. Um, further developing how how much healing there is in self care and how we can then move into energetic mapping of where in our body is emotional store emotions stored up and where are the blockages and how can we then move in a way that helps transform that emotion into something that is more powerful for ourselves. Mm. And when you work with women, um, and I imagine that movement is a big component because you're talking mm-hmm. a lot about that, and I think being embodied is is a really important part of self-care and not just living in the head. Um, what, what sort of movement? Is it different movement for each individual? Um, I know you also teach yoga, so do you do mm-hmm. a little bit of yoga practice with them or...? Well, I, I predominantly um, use yoga now because the, as you know, being a teacher, that there's so much wisdom in just that that one tradition mm. that I I I find it it's too overwhelming to encourage people to do so many many things when when there's one workshop. So I encourage when I have um, when I work with women one on one, I encourage them to have continue with their own self care routines, but amp it up by um, doing the more the programs that have been really curated to benefit them through asana and meditation and pranayama and self-reflection and all the juicy goodness of yoga. Mm. And what would you say to listeners that like, you know, there are some women and maybe they're physically they don't feel flexible or they might be overweight or you know and and sometimes they think oh I can't do yoga Mm. um oh I just there's no there's no 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 can'ts in yoga there's no rules in yoga if you are given if if you look at yoga as a uh, as a nurturing form of movement where I encourage women to have a self-practice more than go to classes or more than go to workshops because I really because that is where we I say you know you can just sit on your mat for 10 minutes or um, just move your body however feels good for you because I don't find that the 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 rules of um, implementing something that makes you question your own voice that that is where it starts getting overcomplicated and that's where it starts not being the powerful tool that it really it really really can offer us so when we're on the mat and if there's someone with who who finds you know frustration and in, in not being flexible 
what I do is um, often provide the a further um, sort of look a different perspective and say, hey, it's actually that's a good sign that you that you can identify that block right there where you aren't able to touch your toes yet, because that is when we can you know look at where that is in your body and then I use the chakra system to identify that as you know what emotional patterns are we holding on to that will that are limiting us from touching our toes Mm. and going into 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 depth from on that side that is what really gets me moving my body every morning is you know is finding space in my body that I've never been able to breathe there before or I've never been able to touch my you know open my chest that that much before Mm, and it's little steps isn't it Kofi absolutely and I hear from and I hear what you're saying is um in a way you're helping people to just be where they where they're at excuse me um just accepting where they're at so not judging it but just like okay this is as far as I can move my body today and Mm. really accepting and and exploring that and little by little it it shifts and changes doesn't it absolutely and that's where the, the the consistency comes comes in it's not the consistency to you know, make sure that you're consistently practicing. It's more of the consistency to exploring yourself and where you have shifted. So I find that, you know, that curiosity is what I continuously talk about because it's not about, yeah, touching your toes. It's about figuring out how come and how and why we don't, we can't get there today or how we have got there today and what have we done off the map that has, encouraged us or discouraged us in that physical movement Mm, and yeah I love that curiosity thing because being curious is it takes you out of being judgmental or even Mm. fearful curious Mm. takes you down a different path doesn't it absolutely absolutely it's sort of it's like a it's like you when I think of curiosity I feel like you know I've been given a free pass to just go with it Mm. it just it just sort of you know sifts through all of the um restrictions and the dialogue going on up in my mind because I'm just playing basically I'm just curiously playing with what's going on yeah I love that curiously playing that's a beautiful Mm. thing to remember because um, we get so caught up in our own self-judgment and, mm. you know, and you can just flip that around and just say, well, instead of judging myself, you can just pause and say, let me be curious. Like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I judging yeah. it? You know, and just sort of unpacking it from there. But I want to get yeah. back to um, before we even started to talk on the program, you know, you mentioned something to me about self-care not being, you know, something you just do once a week or twice a <laughs> week. And so I want you to, to um, you know, just explain that a little bit to our audience because self-care mm. is talked about a lot. And mm. I think everyone has their own ideas about what that is. But I'd like you to share what your thoughts are about self-care and, and how that looks in day-to-day mm. life. Well, 
I guess I use self care as just the terminology or that 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 is recognised um, worldwide. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. self care to me is is just is a, is a spiritual practice. It's about learning every layer of yourself, um, or you know, being curious about every layer of yourself. Not the self care program where it's you know. Twice a week, I'll go to yoga, and maybe I'll drink a couple of smoothies in the middle, and that's good. And then everything else around it can can fit in around those couple. You know, I mean, sorry, the self care practice can fit in around the rest of my life. I I believe that it's 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 discovering and self a self development process and healing process that we can tap into and that we have the intelligence to tap into and when we just use it as a physicality type of practice where like I've said you just go a couple of times a week or you're at the gym and you have a mentality to punish yourself it's taking away all of the the forms of healing that what we can actually be doing with ourselves and with our bodies so that that healing level from self-care to healing, then developing how we can energetic, energetically map what's going on and then, you know, really find how it, how it can sync in our biology and, and, and how, how we can get a grasp of it for ourselves and not have to go to um, get external verification from other people you know, we are our biggest and most prominent healers. Um, we have lived in our bodies the entire, for me, my entire 26 years. I know what works for me. It doesn't work for everybody else. But to truly know thyself, where self-care, just going to classes, you don't you don't develop that relationship with yourself. And there, that you don't get to advance in that way where you take complete control of, not control, but you take um, complete responsibility for who you are being. Mm. So that is that is my version of self care. I get really passionate and fired up about it. <laughs> Yay! Well, um, I love that. And um, yeah, I think that's. It. I love what you're saying about self care. Is really. A commitment and a practice to know thyself mm. um, in, the, in the broadest sense, in the simplest um, definition, that self-care mm. is about knowing yourself. And, mm. um, and it's that journey inwards, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. I'm curious about, you've mentioned a few times, um, energetic mapping. Can you describe what that is? Do you actually, when you work with people, actually have a piece of paper and draw out? Um, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Energetic um, map. I mean, it's. I guess it's just a term that I've sort of put together for myself when I'm moving through my practice. And then when the contemplation phases come through afterwards with, for example, um, the other day, I, you know, I've been really learning how I – or trying to understand how being consciously engaged with my entire core, for example, so the physical side, the conscious I, – I, I find it so hard to be consciously engaged there. And what I've done through 
um, the energetic mapping is I use the chakra system to then identify, you know, the um, Svaristana and Manipura, so the second and third chakras, and really dug into them around uh, whether, you know, the Svaristana is just below the belly button and Manipura is just under the ribs, oh, not ribs, sorry, where the ribs meet, so in the middle of your chest. And um, I use that energetic system to map in my body what what emotional patterns and what um, attitude attitude habitual patterns have manifested in my body where I can't consciously stay there if that makes sense Mm. yeah there's yeah I understand yeah I think that's a really important point because um often whenever there's discomfort in the body and I like Mm. how you're using the chakra system because you Mm. can actually say well it's here in my belly so then you can relate it to the chakra but mm. often what happens if there's a discomfort, I know for myself, and I think this is true for a lot of us, is that mm. we immediately want to run away and escape mm. from that discomfort. Mm. And we go up into our heads and try to work it out, how can we feel better, without actually diving deeply into where that feeling is coming from and, you know, exploring it and being curious mm. about it. Mm. And, and mapping it through to not just the physical and not just going straight from the physical to the mind, you know, mm. really going through the layers of what we what context we can actually get from what is what we're feeling rather than what we think and what someone else has to say about our body. It's just that it's just upping upping your game of how important you are to, to you and how your body is on your team all the time and you just need to get on your body's team and be more um, and listen, listen more and be curious more and not doubt yourself so much. It just, it all wraps in and ties in together when we allow it to. Wow. You know, I, I'm just in awe, I have to say, because you're 26 <laughs> years old. Um, I'm decades older than you. <laughs> I'm from another generation. But I just love that you are coming through in the world in your youth and with this incredible wisdom that you're bringing in. And the wisdom, because I think I see a lot of young women still caught up in um, the appearance, the outer appearance mm. of their body and really um, judging and not liking themselves and and getting caught up in this sort of um, idealistic body image thing. And I think Mm. what you're talking about as part of the self-care, what I'm hearing is is that you're really working from the inside and helping women to find that inner strength to really Mm. come from that place inside and not be concerned with, you know, the outer superficial parts of of like what is going on in the body yeah yeah absolutely I mean I was there I I didn't last long in that life because my my system just did not allow me to feel comfortable in that place Um, so I got out of there quite quickly and it's interesting that I work with you know I work with a lot of my peers that um, come to me 
you know, they want it. They want this this inner strength. They want to know themselves more, but there isn't that that access. I, I, I found that even when I was in that space, there wasn't that accessibility to hearing it from someone who wasn't um, who, who was who was providing the knowledge in, in in a vocabulary that they understood. You know, I'm I talk to them like I'm real. I I talk about what happened to me and how it worked for me and how I still struggle with. You know, sometimes I'm like, I get caught up when I move, go back to Melbourne and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go shopping. But I, I love being here in Bali where it's just a simple lifestyle and I, I don't have those needs to impress or even want to impress anybody because it's just, I'm committed to me. And when I encourage women to do that for themselves, it's just, man, so much transformation happens and it, and I'm just on that, on that, on that side of their team just cheering them on going yeah girlfriend you've got this and (laughs) (laughs) and um so you actually went through your own journey of like being focused on body image and in the suffering of that yeah absolutely absolutely I um it probably got quite it, it became quite um, prominent in my life when I moved to Melbourne because Melbourne's such a hip place I got really caught up in buying the $500 coats and taking all of the external substances that made me feel better about what I was doing there which really wasn't my passion um, it was I was just on the route of finding success in jobs that I that were deemed successful. So I was working um, for a coffee company, a beautiful company, but I was not in the right um, headspace and I was using my outlet at the gym as punishment more than nurturing. Mm. And that's, that's where it really um, hit home of what was I doing? It was just this disempowering cycle of punishing myself at the gym and then being mean to myself all week about like, you know, I was, I was wearing a whole lot more makeup then. I was continuously worried about what, you know, excess weight in certain areas of my body, even though there was nothing. It was just all a, a, a mindset that I had really let myself get be disempowered by. And so I sold everything and left and decided to write my own story and get to the bottom of all of the things that actually weren't true and be on my body's team again. Mm. Yeah, so instead of punishing, mm. you, you switched, around, switched it around, found your own way to really love your body and nurture it and mm. not be so outwardly focused, but to really explore the deeper inner workings of this beautiful body that we have which is like a temple for our spirit isn't it absolutely it's it's so amazing (laughs) well I'm just I'm in awe and I think that it's absolutely brilliant what you are offering for young women because I I know it's still out there that there's so many women that are suffering um, and punishing themselves and you are a light saying hey 
there's another way. Yeah. There's another way. And it's a much more peaceful, self-loving, self-caring way to be. Mm. So I really honor what you're doing. Thank you. It really, it really means it really means a lot to me to to be able to do this work with people because it I it makes me so sad seeing women disempowered and it makes me so like it really hurts me that we don't embody we 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 find it so hard to embody who we are and you know especially when it comes to relationships and toxicity and how we become so dependent I just find that all of my generation right now and the the best way to, to to get through to people is to just bring it back home you know learn to live in your body and learn to feel again learn to move again in a way that is just nurturing nourishing yummy kind and yeah live from that place and all comes through Mm. Oh, I'm just getting shivers. I love. I can hear your passion, and it's so beautiful. And I'm so thrilled that you're here sharing it on the podcast because it's an important message, especially mm. for young women and women that are your peers and in that age group. And um, mm. the work that you're doing is um, really, really helpful to so many so mm-hmm. I just want to um, let the listeners know h- how they can get in touch with you profile if they want to get in yeah. touch with you and talk to you about this or maybe even have a session with you what's the yeah. best way um, well we can just go to my website so it's Um and I have I do four week programs on there called um, Empowered Woman. And then I have a workshop coming up in Melbourne in November where it's a two day uh, yoga workshop bringing yoga to life. But I've named it Bringing Yoga to Life, but I touch on all of this. I go through energetic mapping, I go through learning how to identify your unique voice. And yeah, I, I use the yoga to get everybody to come through and then I drop all of this real real stuff where we can really identify what's blocking people from being the powerhouses that they know they are. Wow, that sounds incredible. So <laughs> I'm going to put that information on the show notes, uh, both your web website page and also the workshop that you're doing in Melbourne so yeah. that um, people can get in touch with you and sign up. And I hope that the listeners, if you if you're really looking to find that peace and happiness um, and self care that is coming from that deep place within you, and and letting go of all that outer stuff and judgment and punishing, um, then I highly recommend to mm-hmm. look up Kofi and see what she's up to because it's um, it's brilliant. So I want to ask one last thing. The time just goes so quickly. But um, if you were to hold the hands of one of our listeners, a woman out there, and she's not sure, she's probably listening, saying, yeah, that's me. I punish myself. I'm, you know, I'm concerned with my outer appearance, but I want to find that peace and happiness and contentment of who I am. What little piece of sage advice can you suggest to them today 
um, to to listen, to to get still, and and really listen to what voice is more dominant inside, and then understand that those voices and thoughts aren't who you are, and to allow that time to let yourself feel those voices, but know that it is truly your, your soul and your heart that you can feel what is the only thing that's right. Thank you. What that's beautiful. So be still and listen to the voices. Know that those voices that make you feel yucky <laughs> are not yeah. true. They're not the real voice and go deeper into the feeling. Beautiful mm. suggestion. Thank you so much, Ko-Fi. Thank you. <laughs> Loved having you on the show and love that you're sharing this important message for women out there. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It was amazing. Can't wait to continue connecting with you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode um, with the beautiful, young, and very wise Kofi Dalton. Um, I love what she shared today about self-care and what that really means in, in the big picture is just to know yourself and getting to know yourself by being still, listening to the voices, knowing what voices are not real and not really who you are and going deeper and feeling into the heart and your and what is resonating for you and trusting that. And I think she's bringing through a, a very important message for women everywhere, and especially young women who are still caught up in the external appearance and trying to um, work their bodies in ways and not honoring their bodies, but punishing themselves more than accepting and loving themselves. And so um, her work and her workshops and her one-on-ones with people are really changing and, and changing our landscape for the better, where we get caught up in in what the media shows us we're supposed to look like and how we're supposed to feel. And instead, tuning in through her practices of yoga and spiritual practice and energetic mapping and the chakra system to really get solid in yourself, know who you are, and to come from that place of real true confidence. So until next week, be true to you and be brilliant. Thank you all for being here today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits. And for more information on living a creative life, www.asiakennedy.com.